we're live again, Lensec Live. What's your perspective? Go to lensec.com live to catch up with all the great uh, episodes and different things and all the different resources that are available. Visit lensec.com slash live. I'm excited to welcome my co-host Keith Harris. Keith, how are you? Hey, it's I'm December. Good, you know? Yeah. I believe it's December. Uh, this year has just flown by. I don't understand how it happened, but somehow or another it did. Well, I'm glad it flew by and we could say goodbye to 2020 and hello 2021. Let's hope. Bye-bye <laughs> yeah. 2020. Let's hope we I have mean, a better year coming up. It was a different year, but we'll be ready for 2021. And that's coming up with our winter conference and everything and our virtual winter conference. But today is breaking news and the fact that 4.3 has been released for Perspective EMS. So I'm excited our co our, our guest today is our Chief Product Officer of Lensec, Jeff Kellick. Jeff, thanks for stopping by. What's your perspective? It's great to be here. Thanks, guys. It's Absolutely. been a long time since you've been on, Jeff. Man, we haven't seen you on What's Your Perspective in several months. It has. It has. Welcome back. Thank you. He's been busy, busy, and that's the good thing, always to stay busy. Uh, but today we're going to kind of discuss the release that's when it was available. First of all, Jeff, tell us when it was available and kind of the history of our releases. Yeah, thank you, uh, Neil. Absolutely. So uh, we released 4.3 just prior to the Thanksgiving break. So in, in the United States, we had Thanksgiving last week and 4.3 came out just the week ahead. So we waited until until now to kind of talk about it in, in this format. Uh, but 4.3 is a it's a minor version release for us. And the way that we do that is we have what we call major releases, and that's that first number. So version four was a major release. And then 4.3, this means this is the third minor release of this cycle of version four. We typically will plan a major or minor release about once a quarter. So we'll, we'll end up with about four releases a year. And then sometimes we have maintenance releases that we throw in there when we want to add a couple of features in between the minor releases. So in some years, we'll actually get five or six different releases in a calendar year. This year, we just released 4.3, and we're pleased to talk about some of the features that we have here today. So that's what I look forward to going with you uh, here. But it is widely available. It's available for all our customers around the globe. And one of the neat things about it, and we'll talk about this when we talk about upgrading, is that you can upgrade seamlessly from any version you're on today. So if you're one of our customers out there that are running a, an older 3.x version and you're thinking, well, do I have to take intermediate steps to upgrade to 4.3? The answer is no. You can upgrade seamlessly from any of our older versions directly to 4.3 with one installation package. And Jeff, let me jump in here real quick, just for the folks who may not realize what Perspective VMS is. Can you just give us a, the, the high level overview of, of what PVMS is and, and why we're so excited about it? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Keith. Perspective VMS, VMS stands for Video Management Software. And it is our flagship product at Lensec. It's something that has been developed and evolved since 2011. 2011 was when we released version 1.0. And in that time period, in those many years, nine years in between, we've released dozens of versions, upgrades to Perspective VMS that has allowed us to adapt 
with the changing needs of our customer base. So our customers are typically uh, school districts, hospitals, cities, municipalities, commercial areas, um, government supplied uh, agencies that will use our software to manage their video surveillance along with their security devices. Could be access control, intrusion detection, uh, even in some cases, visitor management. We'll talk about that a little bit today too. But it allows that singular interface that's video centric, that allows you to see what your cameras see and interact with those devices that are within that field of view. So version 4.3, again, is another evolution of Perspective VMS, which was first launched in 2011. And I know you have a demonstration for us of 4.3, so um, we're looking forward to seeing it because I have not seen it yet. And I've seen some of the notes and excited to see this new release. Yeah, that sounds great. Let me let me go ahead and get right into that then. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here. And the first thing that I'm going to mention here is where can you find uh, version 4.3? How can you get access to it? Uh, the first thing that I will say is that at lensec.com is where you're going to find all of your resources. Uh, Neil, you mentioned earlier, that's where you can go to lensec.com slash live and you can see these previous broadcasts. But right here at the product page, which is lensec.com slash PVMS, is where you're going to find all the information on the product, including where to download the product. So this gives you a little bit of background on the product, but you can scroll right down to the product downloads. And anybody can download this software. Even if you've never used Perspective VMS before, you can download this software and run it on a trial license. So if you're new to Perspective, if you're new to Lensec and you want to try us out right at the beginning at 4.3, you can download it from lensec.com slash PVMS. You'll also notice here that we have a series of documents that correspond with 4.3 to help you familiarize yourself with what 4.3 does. This is also very helpful if you're working with colleagues to try and identify specifications that you may need for your individual installation. We do have an architectural engineering specification document that is updated with the latest features that are in version 4.3, as well as a full features list, listing hundreds of individual features from 4.3, and of course, the release notes. And in the release notes, you're gonna find not only information for 4.3, but you'll see here a full history of all of the previous release versions that we have. Specifically in version 4.3, we've added a series of what we call new features. That's what's listed here in bold, as well as feature enhancements. And I'm gonna run through a couple of those today live, let you see those specifically what they are as a form of video release notes. So our, our text release notes are here, again, at lensec.com slash PVMS. You can access our text-based release notes. And again, these goes through all of our history. So if you're looking for any time any feature was released or enhanced, or if there was a specific bug fix that, that was achieved in a specific version, you're gonna see that in these release notes. So these release notes uh, must grow every time we add new features and, and uh, make adjustments to our open platform uh, video management software. 
That's absolutely correct, Keith. And this document keeps growing with it. So it's your one place where you can find everything. As you can see, I can scroll back to previous versions to see each of those fixes, enhancements, and releases. So you don't have to worry about looking through a library to try and find a specific release note for a specific version. And, and for our systems integrators out there, our value-added resellers, this can be very helpful because you will have clients that are running different versions of the software. So having it all in one place where you can grab it and understand what features are available to them when is very important. For example, if you have a customer that's that's operating in Portuguese and you want to add that language, you can see that first became available in 4.1. So if they're running a previous version, that would be the reason why they don't have the Portuguese language support, for example. So now what we'll take a look at here is I'm going to uh, use our demo site. So our demo site's kind of unique uh, because it's available at demo.lensec.com. That's demo.lensec.com. But it's actually a live version of the software. And it operates our software throughout our United States operations. And based on a user login that you can request, we give you access to look into our offices. And so what I'm going to be demonstrating here today is available to anybody that would like to log in to our, to our demo site, demo.lensec.com. And the first thing I'm going to mention here, when you're a user of Perspective or you're an installation technician or support technician, oops, uh, you can see what version of the software you're running just going to the help menu and about PVMS. And you can see here today, we're running version 4.3.0.0. I'll take a brief aside just to mention this, this fourth subnet here that we didn't talk about or this fourth digit that we didn't talk about. The four stands for the major version. The three means that it's a minor release, incremental release in there. And then the zero, the, the first zero there is the maintenance version. And then if we were ever to release an emergency bug fix, an EBF, uh, that would be that last uh, digit there. And the reason I mentioned that is to speak a little bit to Lensec's agility as a software developer. Uh, we do develop on a release cycle plan. And as I mentioned, we look to release about once a quarter, but there are times where we need to issue a new release in between that cycle after what we would call a sprint. And sometimes we release those interim releases, maybe to give a new feature enhancement, or maybe to address a, uh, a network security vulnerability that was uncovered somewhere uh, in, in the world. And we'll release those as called emergency bug fixes. So this is a just a real quick way for you to understand the version nomenclature for Perspective VMS. Now, one of the things that I wanted to kind of start off, and if, if you guys have watched some of our demonstrations before, whether it was me, Keith, Neil, some of our sales guys, you'll often notice they typically start at the MAPS module and they'll go through each of the modules to talk about that. Today in the release notes, I'm gonna start over here at this side panel. And this side panel, the first thing you're gonna notice if you're familiar with previous versions of Perspective EMS is that what was previously known as motion events has been changed to camera events. And we did this for a very specific reason. And that reason is we've greatly enhanced our capabilities for receiving events from the edge, from the camera. Using OnVIF event listeners, we can now pull in different types of edge events from the cameras. For example, I'm gonna 
quickly filter by an event called crowding. And this comes from an edge event on a camera. As you can see here, this video shows that we've defined crowding in this particular area. And so it tracked that particular item from the edge, from the camera itself. So again, it's leveraging the camera's video analytic, the edge analytic. And this is great because it gives our users access to a plethora of video analytics at the edge on all different types of devices. Yeah, not exactly an overcrowded area, but in these pandemic times, we have to make definitions on that uh, defined on the space. So even though this is at our Houston office, um, one person in a room might be crowded during these times. But uh, typically you would be able to set that to, you know, be a certain number of people or over a certain threshold that you would define as crowding depending on the space available. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And in this analytic, it's not just the person, but the actual objects that came into this. So when we right. define this, we wanted to see if, if larger objects came in and, and precluded the space from being moved around within six feet uh, based on these guidelines. So right. that's, a, that's a great example of leveraging not only a person detection, but is that space being confined uh, through that analytic? I, another thing that we'll see from that is, uh, again, a newer feature to 4.3 is taking advantage of a feature that we have throughout the software, and that is Map Locator. One of the things we strive towards with Perspective VMS is a level of consistency within the software. It makes it much easier to train, much easier to learn the software. And here we've added a button that you've seen familiarly in other places called Map Locator. And the map locator option allows you to quickly see which map that's associated to. And in this instance, it's associated to the break room camera. And with one click, it'll navigate you directly to that map. So if you're a facility that has dozens or hundreds of floor plans and maps throughout your enterprise, you can use this event to quickly call up that map and see it in relation to other cameras that you have in that vicinity. So the map locator uh, function is a great tool that we've now applied to the info panel as well. That's Another one of the great one things, the I think, my, uh, Jeff, about, about Perspective VMS, you mentioned consistency, but there's also a great deal of interoperability, which is a hard word to say, <laughs> but I mean, you, you can navigate through the software in lots of different uh, methods using the same type of icons and behavior. In other words, you can get to that uh, map page from the event that shows up in the side panel, from the drawer that slides out and shows that particular item and navigate straight back to the, the map that's associated with that camera. That's extremely helpful. And the users um, that are using Perspective VMS really appreciate a great deal of interoperability. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And again, it really helps on the training. It helps on the adoption of the software. Another analytic that I wanted to show, and, and I bring this up from a separate container. This is the container called Behavior Events because this is a server-based analytic and one that is, that is highly important in this uh, COVID pandemic timeframe is a face mask detection. And so I'm going to search by a source here called Face Uncovered, and I'm going to filter for those events. 
And what you'll see here is it will pull out the times in which somebody has come in with a face mask that is uncovered. And again, that really allows us to see maybe we need to make a change in policy or training or personnel behavior because this particular uh, organization or this particular space uh, was deemed by the local government to, to need to have a face mask. So this is just a tool for you to be able to provide that type of training for your personnel, your staff, or your visitors. And so it, it will scan through where that video is coming in, again, depending on where you have that camera, and you'll be able to see different areas where the face mask is uncovered. And so that's a great tool. Awesome. That's a great option to use for a server-based video analytic. And, that, and that's huge for COVID-19, Jeff, because again, uh, the mandate of masks in specific areas of the country and in specific facilities, now you'll see if your employees or your visitors are really complying to the rules. That's correct. That's correct. It just gives you a tool to be able to understand what, what your facility needs to do to, to maintain a, an open state, depending on what your local authorities have deemed. Okay. And, and again, as, as we mentioned earlier, and as Keith talked about that interoperability, that consistency is here's that map locator again. You can quickly see that map where it exists and you can bring it back up directly within the software. Okay. Another thing I wanted to mention in 4.3, and this applies a lot to the installers, uh, to the, uh, the customers that are doing integrations within Perspective EMS. So I'm going to navigate to our administration module, and I want to talk a little bit about some of the integrations that are available within inside of Perspective EMS. One of the things that you can look at is what you're licensed for. And you can see here that you can license for a whole host of different types of integrations, whether it's access control, intrusion detection, RFID, uh, perimeter support, uh, or if we're looking at things like visitor management, uh, we can have that as well. So depending on which software product that you're working with, we can talk about an integration that may make you have an opportunity to view that in a video-centric format that's looking at the video and being able to interoperate with that particular software from another manufacturer. Yeah, that's one, one thing I ones. wanted to bring up, Jeff, was the fact that integrations are something that may not be common, commonly discussed uh, to people outside of the security industry. But this is uh, exactly what it sounds like. We're working with technology partners at other companies who are creating security products, whether it be software or hardware, and we are making our product, Perspective VMS, operate with their product, hardware or software. And we're able to pull information from their products and import them into Perspective VMS. It makes for a unified security platform that pulls in lots of different tools that can be managed within the video management software perspective VMS. And I think also another great part of it is again, if you're new to the software and you're like, well, really, can I integrate some of the current products I have? Now you can go 4.3 and find that, right, Jeff? Sounds like from there. that's right. That's right. And, and that's some of the things that we list on, on the release notes. As we look back here at the release notes, if you have a question about have certain things become available, uh, that will be listed here. For example, we've got from Midpoint Security, uh, the Credo ID access control integration. And, and there's, a, there's a little bit of, um, there are some specifics 
to each integration as to what is available in our particular version. One of the things that we've added in version 4.3, for example, we've had an integration with RS2 for a couple of versions now. Uh, but in this version, we allow the ability to import devices. And I'm speaking, again, more to the installers here, more to the systems integrators. When you're looking about which, which doors do you want to bring in and associate to a camera, there's now a simple way to do that using the import devices functionality. So now when you bring up an individual device that you, that you brought in, you can associate that to a specific camera. So you, or cameras, in this case, we're associating a particular door with our visitor management and our front entrance. So our goal is not only to make it easy to use for the, uh, for the end user of the software, but also for the systems integrator that's installing and configuring the software. Mm -hmm. And as we work with our technology partners for additional capabilities, you continue to see these integrations evolve. So RS2, for example, we were able to bring in the events, we were able to interact with the door, lock the door, pulse the door, and now in 4.3, being able to import those devices just makes life a little bit easier for the systems integrator. Definitely does. Wow, that's great. An another thing that I'll that I'll mention here as I as I look to all of these different types of controller types, uh, and and obviously we could spend a couple of hours talking about each of the features, but just at a high level, we'll talk about uh, some of the new features. A visitor management system, V Authenticate, now has an integration, as well as a couple of under vehicle. Uh, detection systems. And those under-vehicle camera detection systems uh, where you're looking for something anomalous on the undercarriage of a vehicle, we have one from Gatekeeper, one from Comport. Uh, those, again, are for those uh, typically, they're, they're the more higher end, higher secure facilities that have one of those detectors that those vehicles are coming in. But this brings it back into your central interface where your security operations center is located using Perspective VMS. So those integrations being available in 4.3 are really helpful as well. Another area that I'll mention here in administration is I wanna talk a little bit about adding cameras. So for several versions, going back to version, I believe 3.0, maybe it was 2.7, I could find out by looking at our release notes, uh, is the ability to discover cameras on the network. What we've done in version 4.3 is we allow you to not only look at your entire LAN, but specify a specific IP range or subnet that you want to look at. So this allows you to kind of bring that down. If you have a whole bunch of devices, maybe in a DHCP pool, but you've defined your, your edge devices or your IoT devices to a specific portion of that pool, you can now specifically define that sub portion of that pool. And that'll help find cameras a lot more quickly. Um, that's correct. You, that's correct. When you without, narrow the range that you're looking through. That's right. Without sending other network traffic around to your other devices. Uh, another thing that 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 we've done in this version too, speaking about DHCP, uh, is the ability to not only address cameras by their IP address. We've off. We've always supported IPv4 as well as IPv6, although that quite hasn't adopted the way that we thought it might in the, in the industry, but we support it. Uh, but we also now support host name addressing on your cameras. So if, if you do have a camera that's set up for DHCP, but you wanna be able to individually identify that uh, and your end user does not want to assign static IP addresses to that, 
you can do, uh, you can leverage the host name of the camera itself as the IP address. So again, just adding flexibility for the installer to be able to operate there. Makes sense. Yeah, and then and when we're talking about the different types of camera model support, you know, every single version, we increase the number of individual models that are supported within Perspective VMS. And we have a full cameras list out here on our webpage. You can see there's a full cameras models list that lists all those models there. But not only supporting the models, but supporting some of the advanced features from the models. And in this version in particular, I think a very important one we mentioned earlier is the OnVIF event listener, being able to pull in events from a camera based on if they're supporting that protocol, that, that standard, as well as uh, we've added some individual specific items Hanwha, which is a, a big provider of cameras globally, we've added I.O. support for those cameras, too. Uh, so that brings that up to par with what we've also done for Axis and HIK and Dawa and other major leading brands. We do continue to look for increasing those specific integrations with as many camera manufacturers as we can, because we have we've said multiple times, Keith, we're camera agnostic. Right. And this list that you're looking at is not exhaustive. These are just the ones that, that we as a company have entered in uh, features and um, specific uh, configuration um, standards for. If you're finding something that is not on this list that you either already have installed or you uh, want to install, that doesn't mean that camera cannot be incorporated and used in perspective in that mess. These are just the ones that we've done the work in advance uh, to include. Yeah, that's absolutely right. One of the things we've had since version one is the capability to add custom camera model information on the fly. Mm -hmm. So that continues to stay there. Again, we want to make life a little bit easier for the integrators and that they don't have to wait for specific versions to be updated. But as they are added, we're adding them to the, to the database every single release. Wow. Another thing that when we talk about releases, it's not just, you know, Neil and Keith and myself sitting in a room coming up with ideas for features. It's most of the time, it's our customers saying, I like this feature, but it would help me a little bit more if you did this. And one of those uh, areas is in the archive status report. And the archive status report is one of my favorite reports because it gives just a, just such a broad range of information. It will tell you when a camera was offline. It will tell you if it's missing any archive dates. It will also tell you the amount of storage utilization on an individual camera. And that, that bit of information becomes very valuable. Well, we had a customer said to us, I would really like to know on all of my cameras, maybe I have a thousand cameras, Right. How many of those cameras have not been archiving since a certain date? Maybe I had a storm that happened on Thanksgiving uh, of last week. And I want to know since that time period, how many cameras have not been archiving? So it will quickly look through all of your cameras and just bring back those cameras that have been offline since a specific date. So that way you don't have to go through the entire report, download it to Excel and do a sort or filter or even do a filter inside a perspective, you can just run that date parameter right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And again, it's about making life a little bit easier, making it, uh, allowing you to ascertain the information much more efficiently. 
And so this, this was a great idea that came up from one of our partners. They said, I like this data report, but can you add a filter? Uh, just allow me to access it a little bit quicker. And so we did that for them as well. A lot of our ideas come from our partners and or our end users. Um, as a matter of fact, we we are very agile and we listen to what our partners uh, bring back to us in regards to feedback on how our product can be better. And because we're an agile company, we move very quickly in making sure that those, those new ideas, especially when they're remarkably valuable, um, get incorporated quickly. We're not slow to act. We can move on these items sometimes uh, within a release version or two, depending on, on how pressing they are. So that's one of the things that sets us apart from the competition is an agile ability to be able to incorporate feedback and product uh, feature ideas in quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as I as I share another feature that, that has been asked from our partners, we have our fleet module and our fleet module has been a big hit for particularly for school districts or for transportation mm -hmm. entities, uh, maybe taking precious cargo from one area to the next. Uh, maybe there are regulatory concerns where you have to monitor where a fleet is traveling, where your vehicles are traveling with their cargo. And so the fleet module has become essential for those customers because it integrates directly to Perspective VMS. So again, I'm inside of Perspective VMS, I'm seeing the camera on this particular uh, vehicle that's, that's moving through a particular area. But one of the features that came up from, our, uh, from the field, from our customers, is they said they wanted to be able to take a look at where that vehicle traveled, what their route was, uh, over a particular time. So not only do we have a, a map that indicates where they're traveling to as they move along uh, at a particular time, as you can see here, we're, we're gonna we're gonna zoom in here and we'll see that this particular bus is leaving this route right now. We've had this feature for some time, but they said, this is great, but we'd like to be able to present this as a report or as a graphic to the regulators. So we came up with this idea for print route and what you can end up doing is saying, okay, I want to see everywhere that this camera's gone, everywhere that this vehicle has gone over this particular time period. So we'll name this, I'll call this test, and we'll run this report, and it'll give that graphic uh, for us. So now we've got a graphic report uh, that we can see that. We can also uh, set up an incident there. We can also set up incidents. But here's where that graphic report comes into play. And it allows you, again, just to pick that date and time of where that, where that vehicle traveled over that time span. So it becomes a really nice way for you to present that in a report format uh, for, that, uh, uh, for that bus. So it gives you that information on the fly. So you can print that route showing where the vehicle, the fleet vehicle was across a period of time. And exactly. so and there, that's a day or an hour or 10 minutes, um, you can find that crucial time and print the route. That's correct. That's correct. That seems um, right. I know we're running close here to our end of our time. And I just wanted to bring up a couple of, of other notifications just real quick um, because they are helpful to our users. And that speaks to the user profile. And on the user profile options, we've added a couple of features here. One is the way that the uh, the way that cameras view inside of 
the dock, allowing you to stretch the stream to fit the camera container. Sometimes users don't want that video stretched, other times they do. You have a personal preference here for how you would like to see that stream set for camera. So here is that option in the user profile. And to illustrate that, I'll just go out here to our camera viewer, and I'm gonna pick a couple of cameras here. You're gonna see the front entrance, the main hall, and then this break room camera, uh, you can see right now how we are cropping that video with the shadow panes. That's because I am choosing not to stretch my video to fit the container. So that is a personal preference. You can stretch your video to fit the container or you can see it in its natural aspect ratio. That is now a user profile option and it impacts individual users. It's not system-wide. So you can allow users to do it at their own individual preference. Uh, another uh, option that you have as a capability is seeing different types of uh, uh, different types of alerts. So what we call pop-up notifications or whisper notifications, you can see here I have it set up for our behaviors. So as you've been seeing throughout the demonstration, I've had little pop-ups come down below. That is a functionality of this option that we have for me. So here I'm gonna do something as well here. I'm gonna pulse this door and that allows me to control that. And I can see different types of events that come through on that. The reason I'm showing you that pulse event is one other slight change is this graphic has been updated in version 4.3 to a lightning bolt because we can do different things than just interact with the door. It can interact with different types of devices. Maybe it's, it's gonna be on a, uh, um, and maybe it's going to be on an alarm center or an elevator, for an example. So we didn't want it to be just uh, individually thought of as only a door. They're all actions. Okay. All sorts of devices, IoT devices, could be incorporated into PBMS, um, all IP-related devices. Um, you know, I love telling, love the story you've told before about um, using workflows to start your coffee maker at home, you know, just because of uh, uh, the way it's yeah. set up as an IOT device, um, turn lights on and off, uh, you know, security lights in a parking lot or in a garage, um, all sorts of devices can be controlled through PVMS through those, those connectors. Um, we just happen to use access control integration in our demonstration, probably first and foremost. There's many other ways that you can incorporate um, IoT integration into your security footprint. That's exactly right. I, I, the, the other last thing I wanted to kind of mention in closing for this release, and it is a big deal again to our installers, is that the installation wizard for Perspective VMS has been modified this version to make life a little bit simpler for you, depending on the type of installation that you're setting up. So the, the installation wizard, number one now includes SQL management uh, or SQL server. So in, in the past, if you were installing a standalone installation of Perspective EMS, you would first have to run and install the database itself, the mm -hmm. SQL server database engine. What we've done is we've taken that step, we've included it inside of the installation packages so that you can just install it from the same wizard, just reducing the step it takes to install that engine. Of course, it, you can still add it to an existing implementation where there already is SQL, that's an option too, 
but now the install wizard allows that. It also allows for you to quickly set up whether or not you're just, you're installing to a distributed network, a network using Atom, which is our autonomous distributed archive management system, or a system including Interlink, which allows you to bring multiple subsites together. And so depending on your configuration, your setup for your customers, the installation wizard now contains all of those options. And I should mention that the installation wizard is also the same wizard, the same tool that you would use to run an upgrade of Perspective EMS. And as we mentioned at the top of the, at the, top of the broadcast here, you can upgrade from any of the older versions directly to version 4.3 of Perspective EMS. And our support team is always willing to help if you'd like to schedule a service window, say, I just want a little bit of extra assurance or a subject matter expert to be with me when I run the upgrade, by all means, let us know. You can schedule that at support at lensec.com or calling our support department or using our chat on our website to ask for a service window to help. Yeah, that's the last thing I'll say when it comes to, to upgrading is always back up your database first. That's always the best practice. You never know when power will go out all of a sudden halfway through the install. And you want to make sure that you have your database backed up just in case. That's one thing I wanted to mention, Jeff, was the uh, the chat on the website, because that's a good way to get a hold of the support team these days. Exactly. Um, it's a fairly new implementation for us on our website and our, our partners and prospects and, and customers, uh, folks that are interested in learning more about us, may be noticing that we have a chat there now that's available. So it's uh, pretty easy to go in there and route your message through to either sales and marketing or to our folks in support. And so our support team members are monitoring this. Um, we are, are responding to, uh, to chat uh, requests that come in and we can take on a conversation with a, a customer or a partner who really is having problems and answer their questions right on the chat without them having to pick up a phone or wait for a response to an email. So it's a very helpful uh, tool that we've added into our website. So stop by and, and say hello to Lenny, our chat bot. He'll get you connected with one of our team members um, as soon as we become available. Absolutely. A lot of great stuff. Uh, I guess to add, I think the important thing is that everyone that has a, a version to upgrade to 4.3, you're going to get an email. You're going to receive an email with instructions and this video. If you didn't get a chance to watch the whole video coming, going out very soon, right, Keith? To yes. everyone. Yeah, we yep. should have that email coming out to folks this afternoon. So if, uh, if you're connected with us already, um, uh, we should be able to get that out to you. Um, if you're interested in learning more about that, stop by our website um, or email us at uh, uh, support at lensec.com. And I really recommend everyone do this because it's a good time for you to kind of get familiarized with specific things. But then if you're confused about things before with the system, now you can reach out to us and help us help you through the new version and then maybe other questions of reports you want to run, different types of integrations, things like that, especially when your facility or your school or wherever is just always ever-changing in its landscape. Well, we're here to help. That's for sure. Yep. You stole my line, Neil. <laughs> we are hey, that's we're, what we're here for. We're here to help. We're here to help. Okay. So again, everyone remember, thanks again, Jeff. This was just so valuable information. People need to go back and uh, check it out. And I appreciate Jeff, you stopping by 
to tell us about 4.3. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. And thank you, Keith, again. And uh, guys, tune in next week to another Lensec Live. What's your perspective? Uh, go to lensec.com slash live to catch up with all the different episodes. And we'll see you guys next week. So take care. Bye. All right. See you. 